What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and it is day three of Ikorius Spoilers. So today they actually revealed quite a bit of the Commander cards. Now, if you're not familiar, Ikoria is going to be setting up um, a whole series of products specifically devoted to Commander, which if I'm not mistaken, and to be fair, I might be, because at this point, who the heck knows? Things are getting very complicated, but I don't believe the Commander product is actually going to be standard legal, which is kind of an interesting um, interesting situation, because the, the set leverages the same artwork it's coming out at the same time it's going to be on shelves at the same time you can you know it's going to be in your local game store theoretically assuming we're in a world where we can go back to our local game stores here in a couple weeks couple months whenever that may be but regardless these products are coming out at the same time there's the commander products and there's the other the kind of the standard booster products okay cool whatever so they revealed a number of, of the commander cards today, and I got to say, a lot of them look really interesting. And one thing that I want to touch on is a couple of the commanders specifically. Now, also, also at the same time, I feel like it's an appropriate point to um, to come up with, or the appropriate time to bring up the fact that we are looking at a new set of tie-ins for Magic: The Gathering. And what I mean by that is, MTG is going in a new direction, taking a few steps that it has never taken before, at least not as overtly. Um, and one of those, as you may be aware by now, because there were leaks about a week, le weeks? One more time. There were leaks about a week ago, and we all thought they were fake. Frankly, I, I know I did, which is the, that, the fact that Godzilla is now coming to Magic the Gathering. That's right. Godzilla is coming to Magic the Gathering. Now, Godzilla, Tyrant of Monsters, that we're looking at right here, is a buy a box promo. So he's a unique kind of promotional card. It's its own thing. And there's a whole other series of them that are devoted to uh, a number of different characters throughout the Godzilla Kaiju universe. And they're all alternate arts for other cards within the set. So legally, they're going to be um, they're going to be identical to the other cards as far as a gameplay perspective. However, you can get versions that have Godzilla on them. All right, it's kind of a silly promo, but Hasbro already owned the rights, and we're talking about a, a set with gigantic monsters, so there are worse places to throw that tie-in. So that's one of those where it's like, it's kind of silly. Um, I don't think it's necessary. It seems a little odd. And there's, to some degree, a lot of people are saying, you know what, I think now is the time when Hasbro, when Magic has finally jumped the shark. And then, late yesterday, they revealed... Shark Typhoon. This is a card that is literally Sharknado. Sharknado has a magic card. That's real. I'm sure you're wondering, what the hell does that have to do with the Commander product? That's not part of the Commander product. This is part of the standard set. You and I are going to be able to draft Sharknado. Let's just appreciate that for a second. Um, that strikes me as downright ridiculous. It's kind of silly and fun. But at the same time, just kind of, what? Like, <laughs> like, I just, I'm having a tough time making heads or tails of this. And so let's look at look at the card itself. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, this is an enchantment for six. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create X blue shark creature tokens with flying, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. Okay, so that's kind of fun. But the part where this thing is really nasty is that it has cycling X, one, and a blue. When you cycle Shark Typhoon, create XX blue shark creature tokens with flying. There are a couple of details around that. So cycling is, a, is an older mechanic that they're bringing back. 
So it's kind of cool that cycling is now um, coming back into the format because the way cycling works is it's an ability that you can cast on a card in your hand for its cycling cost. You discard that card and then you draw another card. And sometimes there are triggered abilities that come up as a result. So in this case, when you cycle Shark Typhoon, you're activating an ability out of your hand at instant speed. You discard Shark Typhoon, draw a card, and then whatever mana you put into cycling Shark Typhoon, you then create a new you create a creature. So there are a couple of interactions with this that are freaking bananas that we need to talk about. So here, with cycling for one, instant speed. Always instant speed. You can do it whenever the hell you want. So there's that. The other side of that is it's an ability on the card. So Fires of Invention is a card that allows you to only cast two spells at sorcery speed um, during your turn. And you cannot play spells on your opponent's turn. That is supposed to be its downside. Cycling is not a spell. So, we have cycling now, and Fires of Invention allows you to cast cards without paying their mana cost. So you're going to have a situation where you have mana up, it's available, and you then have these abilities in your hand that you can then play for free. Your opponents also cannot counter them with counter spells, because they are not spells. So... And by the very nature, you draw a card. So it's very, very powerful. And there are some cards... Also, the other the other interaction with Shark Typhoon is Wilderness Reclamation. If you think about that, Wilderness Reclamation untaps all your lands at the end of your turn. There's already a Teamer Wilderness Reclamation deck that is built around gigantic X spells and just creating an obscene amount of mana at the end of your turn. Well, Shark Typhoon is now a place where you can dump all that into a 20-20 or a 25-25 Flying Shark. It's a flying shark. Okay, so it, it's it's crazy that this is now actually a real card. And the fact that it, it, it's, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it. Because it's kind of a silly thing. I can kind of appreciate that. But I also am just curious, in what situation in the magic universe on Ikoria is a tornado picking up sharks? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't really make sense. But it's at least, at least R&D looked at this. And it's a silly meme. It's a joke, clearly. Like, it's clearly a reference to Sharknado. However, they doubled down on it, doubled down on it in a way that I respect. And that is with the Commander product. So let's go ahead and get Shark Typhoon out of the mix here for a second. And let's take a look at Shabraz the Sky Shark. So here we have another flying shark. So now, apparently, sharks fly in Ikoria. So, to be honest, there's part of me that's kind of okay with that. We're dealing with mythical creatures. Why not slap wings on a shark? I, You know, I, I'm fine. You know, chimeras are one of those things that we see a lot in, um, just in general, in fantasy. So I'm totally cool with there being weird mishmashes of creatures. Cool, we got a flying shark. Great. Um, so, it is a 3-3 three, three for 5 with flying. And it partners with Baralin Skyshark Rider, who we'll see here in a second. Whenever you draw a card, put a plus one, plus one counter on Shabra as the Skyshark, and you gain one life. That's kind of cool. And then you can pay uh, one hybrid, blue-white, target human gains flying until end of turn. All right, so that's kind of fun. So the idea is for one, Shabra's can pick up a Rider, and it conveniently partners with Baralin Skyshark Rider, who it partners with with Shabra as the Sky Shark, and whenever you discard a card, put a plus one, plus one counter on Bralin Sky Shark Rider, and it deals one damage to each opponent. Okay, cool. So Shabra is gaining you life, Bralin is dealing damage, and Bralin has the ability of paying one red, target shark gains trample until end of turn. And so between these two commanders, you get access to three colors, um, which is Naya, if I'm not mistaken. You got white, blue, and red. So cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, um, 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting setup. It's an interesting... But the thing about this, they're they're really doubling down on the idea, okay, so we have flying sharks in this one context. Well, let's put more flying sharks. Why not? Let's just have sharks all over the place. And then on top of that, it's a Shabraz is actually a shark bird. So you'll notice its creature type is actually shark bird. So it also counts as a bird. You could actually put this in a bird tribal deck. Why not, right? So that's crazy. But the other thing is cool is the, the thing is cool about this that I, I appreciate something I like is these both of these commanders specifically interact with discarding and drawing, which are the fundamental components of cycling. So you have a situation where you have two commanders that are clearly designed to be built in a deck with cycling. And on top of that, you have access to blue and red, which are the colors that do the most discarding to draw cards. So you have cards like the Royal Scions, Faithless Looting, Tormenting Voices, um, you know, the, uh, the whole thirst cycle thirst for knowledge thirst for meaning those are all at your disposal and okay so that's that's all cool it all checks out not to mention all of the looters merfolk looter cephalid looter etc etc um and yes i know i'm showing my age a little bit by referencing cephalid looter in the mix there but well that is what it is it's my favorite looter um then you also have cephalid broker if you're not familiar with that one check it out it's a double looter Mm. so those all fit really nicely in these decks. So you can absolutely build a commander deck with Brawlin and Shabraz and every other freaking card in the whole thing could have cycling, including Shark Typhoon. Da, 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 da. It all checks out. This this actually works top to bottom. Um, so it's an awkward mechanic. And the fact that it is clearly a tie-in to a terrible sci-fi movie is slightly frustrating. But at the same time, they at least took it the extra step. They committed to the bit in a way that I can really appreciate. So I got to say, hats off to Wizards for going for it. You know, they they full-on went for it. And I respect that. And they built an interesting mechanic and an interesting set of partner commanders. And partner commanders are generally a cool thing. The way the partner commanders work is you're allowed to have both partners as your commanders so you can actually have two so it's kind of cool this this works you know it checks out um and in this case they can only partner with each other so if you're going to have a partner commander you need to have them together and and actually you could still build a deck with just one of them if you wanted so that's an option yeah and they synergize with each other nicely so it's cool if you get them both every time you cycle you get double up bonuses you're gaining life your opponents are losing life you're getting counters on your stuff it's all it's cool like I, in general, I like these. I, I'm intrigued by building a deck based around this with a whole bunch of cycling cards. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, and I, I'm even willing to overlook the silly movie tie-in. Just saying. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, my name is Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet. I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv/hamhawks42. Check me out over there, and I will catch you guys next time.